Well, hello there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Courageous Beauty Podcast. Hello, my Courageous Beauties. It is Wisdom Wednesday. So, I have a special guest with me. It's my husband, Benny. And he's going to be joining me on this Wisdom Wednesday. This is the first episode of season four. Can you believe it? Oh my goodness. I try to do like 20 episodes per season. And this is the start of the fourth season. This is amazing. And I just want to say thank you, Lord, for allowing this opportunity for my husband and I to be able to share our love for you and our life on our platform. Well, on this platform and through the Holy Spirit, and we just thank you and just ask that you continue to order our steps and that our words are not our own, that they're yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, basically, what we're going to be talking about today is that God is up to something, okay? And and the thing of it is, God is always up to something. He's always working things out on our behalf, even when we don't see it. Well, we can't see it or we won't see it. And those, trust me, are all different things. A lot of times we don't see things because we're distracted. We can't see things because we are distracted, but maybe we we were able to see it before and we just got off course and we, you know, are not hearing what we need to see. And then sometimes we blatantly just won't see it in disobedience or rebelliousness or whatever the case may be. So... God is still working it out anyway, right? And even if it feels like we're going through a whirlwind and there is no way out, we have to trust and believe that God is working it out how he wants to stop the whirlwind or how he wants to take us through it. And just to give you a scriptural text on that, Psalms 91 and 15 says, He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. So that means that He will be with us in trouble. So that's indicative that trouble will come, right? But we have to remember that trouble doesn't last always. But while you're going through, we are never alone. And there are scripture references in the book of Daniel that you can refer to for the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? There are three that were uh, Hebrew boys. They were put into the fiery furnace, but they saw four. They saw four people, even though three was only put into the fiery furnace. And the fourth person was like, was was the one like the son of man, whom we know is Jesus. Right. Jesus didn't turn off the fire. He got in with them. And it doesn't say that they felt any of the pain of the fire, but they came out without even the smell of smoke. Therefore, we know God always has a way of escape for us from everything. Right. So how do you feel about that? My love. Hey everybody, I'm sorry, I'm sleepy Uh, (laughs) Did a shift last night Um, So I I could think of some examples Um, Okay, so here's a good example for today Because I'd like to come with the With the proof, you know what I mean? And and, um, Today I went to get some Chick-fil-A And um Everything on order was good, but then I looked down and noticed they didn't give her the right drink. Mm-hmm. And immediately, you know, <laughs> we start going back and forth a little bit about, you know, the, the drink that they messed up on. And we was kind of upset and angry and like, man, I'm just trying to get back home. Like, you know what I mean? But then 
when I got back home, we, what we didn't realize was that they actually gave us like an extra salad, uh, extra 12 piece nugget, another drink. And it was just like, <clears throat> it made me realize that you could be upset or tripping about something, but then God has something bigger in store for you. Yeah. And, um, you never know what that may be. I use Chick-fil-A because that's just a, you know, that's just what happened today. But God could really be up to something like something might be something that may not be good for you in that moment or something. They may be like a distraction or something that may not feel good within that moment. God could be turning around and have a, be a better blessing on the way for you. Yeah. And I feel like in those moments, God could be touching you like. I got something bigger for you, but I just want you to hold your composure. Because after you, you know, get mad about the situation, then you realize, oh, it was something better in store for me. Yeah. You evaluate yourself and be like, you know what? Maybe I have a problem with reacting too much yeah. or overreacting or taking things way too serious more than they need be. You know what I mean? That's true. And so I, well, I was talking to Chris Styles not too long ago. Um that you know when god sees sees us cry when he sees us really breaking down when he sees us get to a point where we're we're just human we just is we we just his child his little kids mm -hmm. his babies god will bless you like when a baby cries for a mother the mother comes comfort comforts the baby and the baby need, may need to get their diaper changed or they may be hungry or anything like that and sometimes i feel like that's how god looks at us you know what I mean? We get get so caught up in, you know, things of this world, but we forget that we are God's children. Yes. You know what I mean? And um when God sees his kids going through stuff, he intervenes. Yes, but he will chastise his, the ones he loves. Exactly. And if you rather you pass that test or you or you fail it, God still bless you anyway. And so it becomes a learning lesson for you to move forward because you may have bigger blessings on the way and the only thing that could throw you off your your square or make you lose your balance is if something don't go your way and if something don't go away you could ruin your whole blessing with your attitude yeah. and um so that's what we've been learning that's what i've been learning like i could think of another time when like our fridge went out and it was just like man like we we had to like leave food out overnight and hurry up and eat it in the morning or get some ice or anything like we we get like frozen foods that won't you know spoil you overnight and just eat them in the morning and stuff like that but and then my playstation 4 went out and then it was just like man like the game went out the fridge went out what are we gonna do well thank god we had renters insurance and we went to go we went and got a check for our ps4 going out and our fridge going out but what we didn't know is that our fridge was going to start back up and a playstation started back up and the playstation been out for a while mm -hmm. so once again when something happened or something go wrong you may be thinking that oh man like look my luck like oh man look look at me like i'm always going through this it's always something new mm -hmm. same new what it say? different day same as mm -hmm. same ish but God might be trying, God might be having something bigger for you right yeah. around the corner, or that needed to happen yeah. so that this could happen. The like funny our, part our, it was a power surge that had happened 
that caused the PS4 and the refrigerator to mess up. Yeah. So that power surge, even though it would seem like it was a bad thing, actually turned out to be a financial blessing for us because the claim was closed. We got the money. What are we going to do? Return it back? No. You know what I mean? That, you know, and but after we got the money and it was deposited, refrigerator started working again, like Benny said, and, the, and his game started working again. So it's like, think God will use things to bless you, you know, when you don't think that even when you're not expecting it, you, we, we are a lot of times oblivious to what God is doing. He'll give us glimpses and visions and, you know, prophecy. He'll give us bits and pieces because if he gave us everything, we wouldn't even respect it. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of, to, to add on to what Benny is saying, and I'll let him get back to what he's saying, but to add on to what he's saying, you know, a lot of time God, he doesn't run out of blessings, Okay, and he also doesn't run out of lessons. <laughs> nope. So oftentimes your blessing is attached to a lesson or your lesson is attached to a blessing. It's all about how you respond. It's all about how you go through because maybe things are being repeated in your life because you haven't learned where you needed to be in that time. And so we, because God is always up to something, we always have to be mindful that there's always going to be a lesson that we're going to have to learn. But God is not a, a mean God. He's He's not going to forsake us in our time of need. He's going to make sure we have everything we need. And a lot of times God will gives us, gives us, give us the desires of our heart. You know, I mean, we didn't desire to uh, get a check from the insurance company because we didn't think that the uh <laughs> power surge was gonna cause anything to go wrong you know what i mean sometimes your lights just flicker and that's it but god saw fit in in darkness to add his light <laughs> and actually bless us then of course the lights came back on too so he wasn't in the dark so you know yeah um Another thing you could take from this, um, get renter's insurance. Yeah, so <laughs> get renter's insurance. Yes, um, it's, it will help. But you know, just you know, um, just just looking from things like from hindsight, like when you end up when you going through something in the midst of it, you're emotional. We human beings at the end of the day, yes. we're emotional. Um, we get afraid anxiety we don't know how things gonna turn out we don't know if this gonna work out how that's gonna work out but i i since i could just think back a bunch of times where things didn't look good for us but god has something right around the corner yeah right there you know what i mean with taxes with just a number of things that could keep you up at night yeah. you know what i mean that can have you just afraid about how this is gonna work out like we had two other cars mm, that we had loans on and i tell you like when i was going to work every night i would just look at them cars like just thinking to myself like i don't know how in the world we're gonna get rid of these cars i don't know how yeah. and it was just like a burden because it was like you know you're not technically you're not supposed to have broken down cars in your uh parking lot no you're not you know what I mean? Especially if you live in an apartment or something like that, you, you could get in trouble for that. You get your car towed, and then you got to deal with the towing issue, getting fined and all that stuff, or you could potentially get kicked out. So that was, you know, it was a stressful times. But 
as time went on, it was just like we was just getting set up with our credit getting better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Thanks to to you know Crystal for having the uh, the nudge from God to to work on our credit, mm-hmm. and um, it's paid off. So renters insurance, getting your credit up, it pays off. Definitely does. And um, with that being said, since our credit got better and we was able, you know, switch things around with the titles and everything, we we don't have them cars no more. And oh. we didn't know how in the world we was gonna get rid of those. And that, and that was one of the things that was holding us back. And then another thing, like I found the key to one of the cars. A I was looking later. for like a, a year later. A year. So later. it's like so you can't put a you can't put a time lapse on mm. God. You know what I mean? You can't speed God up. You can't slow God down. Yes. You can't say, go over there, go over here, go over there. God is sovereign. He do what he want. Yeah. And God's timing is better than all our timing. Mm-hmm. And for me to find that key at that particular time where it mattered the most, um, that was all God right there. It was strategic. Yeah. It was strategic. It was all aligned because, as he, as Benny said, we couldn't find the key to one of the old cars. So the car was just sitting there. And yes, we could have gotten a locksmith. Financially, it wasn't sound. Nope. Because it was an older vehicle. I mean, this vehicle was like 1990. It was a 1990 Lexus. And how much did a locksmith? And a locksmith was like $400. So we would have been putting $400 into a car. If we didn't find that key. If yeah, if we didn't find the key, (laughs) we would have been putting $400 into a car that doesn't even run. So it was like that wasn't financially sound for us at the time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we just, we just pray and, you know, we was a little frantic at first because, you know, our landlord said something, you know, whatever, God bless him, you know, no disrespect to him because he has been a blessing to us. So yeah. we're not bashing him anyway, but, you know, and this is his property. He has every right to say what he wants and what he don't want. But, you know, it was just, uh, it, we thought was a rock and hard place. Right. But God saw fit to show us a way to help get our credit better. And and and, and mm. let me just pause for a second. I was about to say. When I say God is up to something, it doesn't mean you don't have to do anything. Faith without works is dead. You still have to apply what you know how to do. You still have to meet God half the way. You still have to do your work, your due diligence. Okay? You still have to put some effort into it to allow God to make to give God room to work in your life. So yes, it is important to have your credit together. It is important to pay your bills and to pay your debt. We're supposed to be lenders, not borrowers anyway, right? So that means if you owe something, then you need to pay it. That's only right. Because guess what? If you had a business and you wanted someone and you want to run your business, you ain't running it for free. You might help people here and there, but at the end of the day, you're not running it for free. So you want your money. So it's the same way where if you rent something, the word of God tells us to obey those that have rule over the land. Guess what? He's the landlord. So we have to obey that, you know? And so so I, I wanted to say that because the thing of it is we had to get our credit together because we had loans on those vehicles. And so we couldn't refinance in order to remove the loan from the vehicle. And it was times where we went to car dealerships and they would tell us, oh, just, just do a repossession. Like, mm-hmm. that's not responsible. You know what I mean? That's not responsible because... You, we want to be better. We're not trying to just get out of it just to get out of it. We want to get out of it, but we want to do it the right way. And so sometimes it's a good thing. What seems like a good thing may not actually equal a good thing. It might get you out of a situation. 
but it's not the right thing and it's not the God thing. So we didn't jump on them. It got to wait on God. We didn't, we, we had to wait on the timing of God. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to hear you in the seasons that we need to hear you in God. Even when we don't think we hearing you, you hear God. God, he's he's in your conscience. He's in your spirit. He he gives you clues, you know. Just get in the frequency. Get and that means get 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 in a quiet space and just pray and then be quiet and just listen. You know, you may not hear something right away. You may be driving down the street and see a billboard that answers your prayer. You never know. God will reveal to you what you need to hear in the way you can understand. I'm a, yes. But I'm going to go a little deeper with y'all. Because um, what what happened was um, we got a liar, we got a fire lit under our butt. Yeah, we did. Because, like I said, with the landlord, mm-hmm. he lit a fire under my butt and said, listen, you got that car out there. You need to you need to do something with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was just he was being honest like that. Like, y'all got to do something. He called Crystal, matter of fact. Yeah. And then instantly, we went into go mode. Yeah. Had he not did that, had he not, you know, kind of like nudges and like, listen, you gotta get rid of this car because it's not running. Exactly. Like, ain't no, ain't no more running around this topic. Y'all had to get rid of this car. Right. And it was like, oh shoot, like what are we gonna do? Like, you know what I mean? I was telling her, trying to help Crystal calm down because you know she's at work and I didn't want her stressing out or anything yeah. like that. So I was like, so that's why it was such a blessing that we found the key exactly. that we've been trying to look for this whole for time. this whole time. I thought it was lost and gone in the wind. And that's why we called about the um, locksmith. locksmith. So it was like, so man, we about to pay 400 and something. And then he said that, uh, and that depends on a certain type of key. Like, yeah. I, like he went to all the little things. I felt like he was trying to, you know, he wanted, I think. Just getting the key was cheap, but if he had to get like a certain type yeah, of key yeah. that that helps with the like the electrical system or something like that, yeah, yeah, he, then it's four hundred or three or whatever it was. It was basically the labor. If yeah, the key didn't work. If he wasn't able to just turn the lock with his master key, yeah, and he had to do some extra stuff, it would have been four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. But with that being said, uh, he would. Well, go ahead. So, so then, um. So that lit a fire in our bus. So, you know, in that moment, at that moment, it's like, okay. So then I was like, all right, let me try charging the battery because that's what it need. Mm -hmm. But when I went out there to check the battery, you know what I mean? Um, It was the battery was done. And uh, I called somebody, a guy, because someone had left a note on there saying they want to buy the car and everything. So I'm like, all right. This must be from a legit company. Maybe they'd buy it. But when the guy came, it was just a dude flipping this, flipping that, hustling cars. And I told him like, "Well, we got expensive, you know. We got we got a we got a loan. We got a you know a loan on this car and yada yada yada. So you're gonna have to have this in order to even take it." And he was like, "Oh no, I can't do that." So then he left. So it was like some another disappointment. The battery's not working. Yes, we found the key, but it's like, how are we gonna get rid of this car? So then. What Crystal did, if, if I'm not mistaken, you correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You that prompted you to call about the bank, the, the bank about the loan. Yeah, I can tell that. And part. then we okay. So 
what so what happened was so let me just make sure we on on track here so everybody gets the story so we you know the landlord doesn't normally call me at all at all he only deal he only deals with nolan because that's just how it's been nolan takes care of the of the rent he takes care of the landlord you understand what i'm saying so he never calls me so that was the thing right there uh he called me and not nolan and i'm like oh that ain't good (laughs) so they you know he called he called him and so that was like oh man um benny is a nickname okay my real name's nolan benny is my name and it's also my podcast name too so we try we be trying to remember the name yeah (laughs) so that's that's my name but we try to you know try to keep because we got you know we got uh when two worlds collide yeah, I'll we check got out the podcast. episodes on there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, go ahead. So that so we try to keep up that persona, but you know whatever. You guys it, it is what it is. So anyway, um so uh the the landlord called Benny. There you go. There he called go. he called him and I mean called um normally, right? But normally this time he called, he me, called yeah. me and so I was like, "Hey, hold Let's on. pause there because I I know your heart dropped to your stomach. Yes, I was so Mine's dropped to my, my pinky toe. Yeah, I was so afraid because I'm like, Lord, what are we gonna do? This car has a, a loan on it because we use the loan as collateral to get money for a whole nother other topic. We're not even gonna go there. Yeah. Um <laughs> anyway, that's that's a whole nother situation. But now we in this situation where it's like, okay, we got two cars, both cars out there. This is just one car. The other car had a loan on it too. Now by this time we had already got rid of the other one so we only had that one car left thank god right mm-hmm. um so with that being said it was just um it was like okay what are we going to do so then he started going outside trying to figure out what to do with the car and in the midst of all of that the guy left a note and i'm like wow that's a blessing you know so god is literally orchestrating allowing all these things to line up you know what I'm saying? So when it seems like a bad thing, God is up to something. We were getting our credit together. Okay. It took a year <laughs> to, to work on our credit in order for us to be approved enough. And it also took God's timing to strategically place all the things in a row from the note on the car you know, giving us hope that the car, someone wanted to buy the car from us talking to the locksmith, from the landlord, putting a note, you know, you know, uh, you know, calling you, calling Nolan That's all the what times started and first. then called me. So when he <laughs> called me, I'm part. like, Hey, let's get this together. What are we going to do? <laughs> and then, so we just both, I'm, I'm working. So that's not much I can do. Cause I'm, I'm working at home and I'm like, yo, I can't really deal with this right now. But what I will do on my lunch is I'll, call the bank and just ask and just see what they say i said and and so at that moment we didn't really know our credit was as good as it was we knew it was better but we didn't know it was as good as it was and this is not bragging we still have a long way to go this is just talking about the goodness of the lord and how he would strategically order your steps right because he's always up to something and so when i called the bank and i said listen this this car is disabled okay and they knew it was um, because I had to sign these storage wa- waivers um, and I had to have, you know, a special insurance and all this stuff on it. Right. So anyway, um, we go, he, they, the person said, oh, no problem. We can go ahead and um, remove this car off the loan, um, you know, and put it as a personal loan. So that's what they did. Our credit, 
improved because we were obedient to, to listen to what God has said. And we were able to make sure that, um, you know, we could get the personal loan, right? So instead of it being a used car loan, they took the car off, switched it to a personal loan. And then now this car is basically, quote unquote, paid completely off. Okay. If that ain't a blessing from God, I don't know what is. So that's even before we found the key, the car was paid completely off. So now the car is, is we got that we get the title to the car and then, um, no, uh, Benny was over in a little, in, in his area where he keeps his tools and stuff like that and found the key on a, on a, a little basket on his desk and we just started praising God because we like oh my God right when we got the title to own the vehicle <laughs> we found the key oh, thank you God we he found the key to the car so not only did we not have to pay uh we still you know we had to still pay the loan but the car itself was paid completely off that means we owned the car free and clear found the key and was able to junk the car and now our landlord talks nothing about it at all at all because the car is gone car is gone and we had two cars that was down and yeah we had two cars <laughs> that was down so so the and so so that means we ended up being able to get money out of this as well we ended up yep. getting a financial blessing instead of having to pay 400 some dollars we got almost 400 dollars for getting rid of the car i'm like yeah only god can make these things happen yeah you see what I'm saying? And the, the thing was, is if you fret not, yes. like, you know what I mean? When a landlord called, it was like, oh, my God, like, yeah. we cannot, we, we don't need this right now. Yeah, it's just but it had to yeah. happen. He had to call. He had to light to. that fire on if I buff us to figure, find out that, yeah. guess what? The key is there the whole time. Guess what? Your bank, your bank, they about to give y'all a better approval. Yes. And a better, and y'all got better credit, which y'all yeah. didn't know about. Exactly. And y'all about to get rid of this car too, the same day. And I'm get like, a what? check in the mail. Like, and get what? a check in the mail. So I'm like, this whole time. So God is up to something. He's always up to something. So when trouble comes, don't fret. Don't always think that, you know, trust and believe that the enemy will try to come in like a flood. Yeah. But God will lift up a standard against the enemy. The, the standard that God lifts up is his word. His word is our anchor. His word, which that'll probably be the next episode, but his word is something that we can stand on. When you don't know what to do, stand still and just trust God. He says, he, just, he says, stand still and see that I am the Lord. You know what I mean? He says, I'll be exalted above the heaven and the earth. Just let me do this for you. I'm here with you. I'm working it out. It, it may not look good because see, nor are we ready at whatever level you are. We're not all ready for everything that God has for us. He has to give it to us in layers. Okay. Cause if we had everything we need, would we really go to God every day? No. With, he has to create, he has to allow something, a need to be created. He, he, Paul said it best. He said, I besought the Lord three times to to take this thorn out of my side. And God said, no, this this my grace is sufficient for you. And the reason why is because the wages of sin are, are death. Right. We know that. But but Jesus came to fulfill the law. So therefore, now we have remission for our sins and we now have a life abundantly. Right. But the problem is we still committed sins. 
And so God's grace and mercy is what helps us. That's why he said, my grace is sufficient for you. So there's going to be things that may seem like a thorn in your side, but God's still yet up to something. He's still yet working out for your good. He's still yet showing you ways and and means of ways, even when you're troubled, even when you're in pain, even when you're hurting. Look, when you're in pain, there's pain medicine. If it goes too far, there's, there's there's doctors that potentially can help. And guess what? He's a healer himself. There's been miracles of people being healed. But you still got to go take wisdom and go to the doctor and see what's going on. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? There's even There can even be fear in the unknown. I mean, there's always situations that can cause fear. But fear, all fear is not bad because sometimes... It's it it's a catalyst a exactly. It's a cat. God can use fear as a catalyst to get you to move or to to prevent you from moving. It could be. It depends on what the situation is. It could be used as apprehension. Oh no, I better not turn left. Oh no, I better not turn right. And it's not to scare you. It's to warn you. But it's also to push you into your next dimension, depending on what God needs you to do or what He don't want you to do. See what I'm saying? Yeah. This is why we gotta be pliable in the spirit of God. We gotta be able to move. When the spirit says move or when the spirit says stop or be quiet or or speak up. There's a season for all. There's a time and a place and there's a season for all things. And so I'm telling you what we believe is that God is always up to something in this season. If it wasn't for COVID, if it wasn't for all those different things. And we now start starting to see even more, unfortunately, churches, you know, getting play, you know, people getting hurt in churches, people shooting in churches. What if this was a season for us to come out of the buildings for a little while and so that we can recalibrate ourselves and maybe God was just trying to protect us. I'm not saying we place a hedge hedge protection over everyone in every church, but I'm just saying we have to realize the times that we're in. These times are perilous. You know what I'm saying? And we can say it's cliche to say, oh, we live in the last days. But truly, we are. The time is being sped up. Things, the years are passing by like days. And you're hearing about so many different things happening. And and the Bible tells us that there's going to be wars and rumors of wars, but the end's not yet. Doesn't mean we're not living in the last days. It just means it ain't happened yet. That's why each generation keeps saying it because it's getting closer and closer and the enemy he gets desperate. So he tries to do things to try to distract you. He doesn't want your TV. He don't want your car. He don't want your house. He don't want all of those things. But if that's where you put your, your trust in, Mm-hmm. That's what he will attack because attack because he know he can get your faith. That's ultimately what he wants. He wants your faith. He wants your peace. He wants you to stop believing in God. He don't want you to trust God. He wants you to bow down to him. And that's why sometimes people think like, oh, why do wicked people prosper? Well, first of all, we're all God's children. So regardless of what we think about someone and what they have done, God is, he said, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. I will pay them to their face. So we have to be careful even in situations where there's wrongdoing going on, knowing that that is still God's child. And so we may say, oh, well, this person is wicked. They getting blessed. But we don't have any idea how much grace God has given that person. We don't know what what someone's time frame is on them getting delivered and them following God. God is always up to something. That's why you cannot judge another man's servant. You can't judge someone else when they're going through because just because they might be 47, that they might be saved when they 48. But they yep. done did all this evil stuff. Take Paul in the Bible. He's he was one of the biggest apostles in the Bible, but yet before he was Paul, before Jesus changed his name, 
and blinded him, his name was Saul of Tarsus. He was a Pharisee, a chief Pharisee, killing Jews. And, and God changed the man's name and used him strategically in the Bible. So that's what I'm saying. God is always up to something. This is all relevant because we have to know how to react in our own situations. But we also got to know how to react in situations when we're dealing with other people, you know. And so it's, it's, we just want to come to you to tell you, like, just from a situation from Chick-fil-A on a situation to learn how to, uh, you know, figure out what to do with, with your landlord. It's it's all in between. There's nothing too small for God that he nope. can't handle. There's nothing too hard for God that he can't handle. And there's nothing that's in between that someone would call mediocre or whatever uh, too hard for him. There's absolutely nothing that God can't do. He can do all things, okay? And mm -hmm. we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Know you know, no matter the situation. So, another, let me give y'all another one. <laughs> <laughs> it was one time, this one time when um, we was all out, well, we, me and Crystal and her mom, I think we was at Kroger's, I believe. And you know I'm the I'm the drive guy, so I'm just like I don't like going in the grocery stores. Mm -hmm. I let them go in there. I drive us all around town, but I ain't going in. <laughs> so uh, my sister had called me, and she said her car had broke down while mm -hmm. she was driving. Yeah, and I was like, what? Like, I just it was just it was just a lot. Like her, they couldn't figure out because she had a Nissan. They couldn't figure out at AutoZone how to remove whatever the little top layer is and actually charge the battery and then then the next day they figure it out but then it kept slipping off the uh the mount and so it was issues with that and then so her car was it stopped in the middle of the road like it was just chaos going on and then luckily miraculously a mechanic drives past wow. and and help and fix her car for free for free That's a for free i'm on the phone with her while it was happening i remember i that. was literally on the phone with her while she's like on the, on stuck on the road with her daughter in the back and then a mechanic out of nowhere said hey you need help with your car here we can just take it to my shop mm -hmm. and he fixed her car for her. he fixed the, the mount and everything so it wouldn't slip none of that so question. god is up to something mm -hmm. he sit there and watch her go through all that stuff with a car he watched me stressing about it and he answered our her prayer my prayer almost the next day where it was like no hope in the world she didn't have no money to get it fixed all it took was it to break down specifically at that time to where the mechanic was right there just driving past just looking around probably he probably was thinking about all the cars he want to fix in the world i don't know <laughs> and then he just see her god directed her path, God directed that mechanic's path. Yeah. God directed our path when we was driving so that I could be on the phone and be a support system. Yeah. And that some faith can be there. Instead of just giving up, exactly. it says the other got to be there to lift the other person mm -hmm. up that's weak. Exactly. You know what I mean? So while I'm there on the phone, God, I'm praying that God is hearing our co communication, our conversation. Mm -hmm. And God is seeing what's going on. Then he sent the mechanic right past to fix a car for free. Yeah. If that ain't God, I don't know what what is. Yeah. That's I don't believe in magic and coincidences like no, that. There's no such thing as coincidence. So my thing is that was all God right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so God is up to something. He he make a bad thing, something that's an inconvenience, be a blessing for you after all. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's an inconvenience. It don't feel good. And I'm not and I think you crazy if you sit there and feel good when stuff is an inconvenience. When stuff don't feel when stuff don't feel bad and you feel good anyway, I think that's crazy. And I don't like how people try to make it seem like you supposed to always be in a good mood or a happy mood when something bad happened. Yeah, we're not, All right, we not that saying all. that. We're not saying that. No. Like I said, when we when that landlord called us, we both start panicking. Yeah, we did. We both start panicking. But like Chris, Crystal said, that if some fear can make you stand still or it can make you go. My mindset was, all right, it's go mode. Yep. So I went to I went to uh, AutoZone to try to find some type of um, battery charge or whatever I can do. And then it make me it made me clean up the the car. You know what I mean? Like you know when you got a car sitting there, you don't care about it, you don't take care of it. I went in there, I looked around, it smelled like mold in, in there a little bit. Uh, it was a hive, it was a beehive in a corner. Like mm-hmm. it was like just old stuff we had transported from my other car. We got rid of. It was just it was time for it to go. Yeah. And and I had to pay for that. I had to pay for neglecting it. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. We can't lie to y'all. We had to pay for neglecting it, but mm-hmm. it prompted, it made me get up and do something about it. Yeah. And it made us discover all these other things that God was trying to show us that yeah. was just right under our nose. We didn't even know. Because so the crazy part is how we even got the car to begin with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The crazy part is how we even got the car to begin with. Yeah. Because first of all, the other car that we told you we had there, that car, we had an extended warranty on it. And we had just got $700 worth of work done on the car. Then the engine started messing up, right? And mm-hmm. so we took it over to uh, where we got it from. And I won't say the name, but we took it there and um, they actually messed up our car and uh, messed up our car and then tried to lie about it, took the engine apart and the the extended warranty wouldn't even cover it. Nope. So the guy at the front desk, he felt bad and sent us to a different location. And we ended up getting with the guy over there, ended up giving us forty five hundred dollars told us to keep the car that we had and ended up giving us a new car yeah i'm telling you guys like when you look at my mind and that don't come easy neither because we didn't went to probably a hundred dealerships y'all don't understand (laughs) it don't just come easy you have to like be be looking out like you can't just be sitting there like all, all they did was just go out there one time and then just no, get that. No, no. Our we credit, went to <laughs> our credit was so How many bad. We went to I don't, I don't know. It was so many. Like it was so many because our credit was so bad and they were all trying to give us bad deals. And so, mm-hmm. so you know if, if it if it wasn't well, first of all, if it wasn't for the Lord, He wouldn't have had strategically ordered our steps. So what happened was. When that situation happened, before we even was able to get the $4,500 and get the other car, I had to take out a personal loan because this lady at my job knew someone that was selling the Lexus for $1,500, but I could we couldn't afford it. So I had to take out a loan. So we decided to go ahead and, you know, get some furniture, you know, get some other stuff to make the loan make sense. You know what I'm saying? And we ended up buying that car with cash. I mean, you know. And so we had the Lexus perfectly perfect condition at the time. And then the other car, uh, but it was it only took premium gas, so it wouldn't have been feasible for me to drive it to work. So we had to get another main car. So that became Benny's car. And then we then they messed up the other car. Long story, we ended up going up there and getting blessed. And that's how we ended up with three cars. 
<laughs> so, so it was just a lot. But the the point is, is that each time something happened, God made a way. He revealed a new way for it to all be done. Yeah. And it was so crazy. Like even recently, well, two years ago when we got an- another new car, the crazy part was our interest rate was super high. And um, even though our credit had got better, it wasn't to the point where they, you know, was like, oh, yeah, let's give you 0%. Nah, our credit was getting better. But the blessing is we was able to refinance that car and get a better interest rate. So I'm telling you, it's just so many different things that that God has done. And he's always up to something. And I don't know the whole reason why all of this is happening with the cars but it was just those situations i'd rather it be them situations if i'm being honest than something else you know but that's what god chose to do to show us his power and so um you have to also take for example we're giving you these stories um because they're practical to our life and they're real life but if you want a bible story uh, I told you about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego about the fiery furnace. And like I say, you always have to believe that, you know, new ways for us were already created, right? And, um, you know, I, because I believe that God can do a new thing, but I also believe that it's only new to us because we're, we were not necessarily in a position for it to be revealed yet. So that's why we couldn't find the key for a whole year because God's like, I'm, I'm hiding this key from y'all in plain sight. <laughs> Because you're not ready yet to get rid of that car. I hear what your landlord say, but I got him. I'm going to use him when it's time. I'm going to put. I'm gonna use him when it's time yeah. to light fire under you. And that's going to be my word. That's going to be my, 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 my red light for y'all to go. But I'm going stri- mean, to, I'm sorry, my green light for you to go. But I'm going to strategically put your credit in order. I'm going to put this note on the car. You know, have this guy put a note on the car to give you some hope that you're going to get rid of this car. Yeah. But you still don't have the key yet. And you don't know that I'm going to approve this lot like. God worked Listen, it out. We can go on and we on, can go on and on because it's just—it's it, it, just so multi-layered. It, it is, especially when you don't feel like you don't—you don't have a clue how you're getting rid of these yes, cars. Exactly, like. and so <laughs> you may not have a clue how you're gonna get out of the position that you're in in your job. You may not have a clue. How are you going to get out of a position where you can't pay your bills? Or how are you going to get out of this position where you're afraid about your health? God can strategically organize things. And that takes me to, you know, like I said before, we wasn't in a position for it to be revealed to us yet. But when we got in a position, God revealed it like like he opened up the floodgates of heaven and poured us out a blessing we didn't have room enough to receive. And so the thing of it is, is we, we wasn't, it wasn't revealed to us yet because we didn't possibly... We didn't go through enough for God's glory to be revealed. And the reason why I say that is you can review, uh, refer to the book of Exodus about the children of Israel. Okay, take the children of Israel, for example. God raised up Moses in the enemy's camp. He was a Hebrew and raised him up in Pharaoh as as an Egyptian to take over and to lead, to set God's people free. He says, let my people go, right? But God told Moses ahead of time, he said, look, well, after a while, he told Moses, he said, look, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. And that's where you can read about all the plagues and stuff that was sent into Egypt. Even though the children of Israel were there, they wouldn't necessarily harm, you know what I'm saying? They witnessed it, but God protected them. You understand what I'm saying? In the midst of it. 
um even to the to spread even to the spreading of the blood on the doorpost that's why we always talk about the blood of the lamb it it basically should it will it 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 shielded them from the spirit of death that went over in egypt that covered their children you know god's power was uh the trouble had to come in order for god's power to be revealed to pharaoh but pharaoh was too stubborn to embrace what god was saying so like look i can show you better than i can tell you you ain't listening so i'm a heart in your heart and you're gonna get you're gonna get this and you're gonna learn right but it also instilled faith in the people of god and so pharaoh's heart was heartened he told him and but what we got to understand is that if no trouble comes how can we really truly see what god's power can do for us right so we have to trust and believe that god is always up to something for his glory and our benefit he puts an investment on the inside of us god gives us the breath of life we are created after his image and his likeness so you don't think that he takes care of the birds of the air you think he ain't gonna take care of us you know what i'm saying and so we have to trust and believe that God is always up to something for his glory, right? And our benefit. And I tell you something, Romans 8 and 18 says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed unto us. So, you know, we talked about, you know, all these things concerning, um, you know, cars and that because we want to give you some practicality on things that actually happen to us. You know, so we ain't Bible folks, so we can't talk about We can talk about the Bible and reference those stories, but we're telling you real life things that has happened that hopefully you can relate to. And you can just, you know, find the layers of of God's glory in your story and your life and see God. Through touching every bit part of your life you understand what i'm saying so you can see his glory being revealed so don't fret when trouble comes because that is a sign that god is working it out because the enemy he he too will try to buffer you he don't want you to to see god's glory revealed in your life because that's just going to increase your faith he wants you to be faithless. He wants you to be fearful. He wants you to, to be to be rebellious. He wants you to be hard-hearted. He wants you to be complacent. God is not the author of confusion. He will allow certain things to transpire so he can show up in your life. But you have to allow him to show up in your life in the moment where you feel like you can't do anything. Because here's the thing. God says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So you don't have to be strong all the time. You don't have to. And sometimes God doesn't want you to because just like how Benny said earlier, we are his children. He is a loving father. He is a loving father. And I know that may be a bitter, a bitter grape to some people who may not have experienced a natural father. But I tell you one thing, it is nothing like having a spiritual father. Somebody who you know knows your end before your beginning. Someone who knows every intricate detail about you. He knows how many beats per minute your heart beats. He knows when your heart skipped a beat because you were excited. He knows the number of hairs that's on your head. I mean, it's just amazing the things that God knows about us and that he cares about for us. And he strategically orders our steps on a daily basis. We just have to make sure that we're not misstepping or going before him with the things that we see or we desire. And making sure that when trouble does come, that 
we try to be mindful. Sometimes it's hard, but we try to be mindful that, you know what, Lord, I know you're going to work this out for my good because all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So there's a purpose. There's a plan for our life and God wants his purpose and plan revealed in us and he wants to get glory out of us as well. So trouble will come. But it won't last always. There's another scripture that says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And and what one of the pastors that we listened to on Sunday was saying that we don't have always an idea of, uh, you know, we don't always reference morning coming when it's dark. But after 12 midnight, even when it's dark outside, that's still morning. So even when your situation looks dark. Look for the glimmer of light and know that joy is coming. Joy is, is is always going to come. It says joy will come. That means there's no if, ands, buts, or about it, but it says weeping may. So that means weeping is temporary. Weeping is symbolic of your pain, of your trouble, of your anguish. Those things are temporary. They can't last always because God is a good God and he won't allow it to be so. Do you have anything else you need to add? All right. Well, we thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Courageous Beauty Podcast. Again, this episode is called God is Up to Something. And I hope that you enjoyed having Benny on with me. He will be on many more to come. Um, but, But this is Wisdom Wednesday. So until next time, we love you and we thank you for listening. God bless. God bless.